Hi, Claire and James here. Just before we get stuck into this week's episode, we wanted to let you know the exciting news that the Midlife Reset Audit is now live. This is a first-of-its-kind personalised diagnostic tool designed for midlifers by midlifers. In just three minutes, the audit will help you pinpoint what's really holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife, and most importantly, provide tailored strategies on how to take back control. Midlife doesn't have to be a time of uncertainty. It can be an era of growth, discovery, and well-being. So to go ahead and take the audit, go to themidlifementors.com forward slash audit. In a time where we seem to have it all and have more connectivity than ever before, we believe that actually so many people out there are feeling more lonely and disconnected than ever before. We're living in a broken system and a time of change. The question is, what can we do about it and how can we stand up and be counted? Hi, I'm James Davis. And I'm Claire Davis. We're the Midlife Mentors, here to lift the lid on how to achieve health and happiness. The balanced, no-nonsense way. back to the Midlife Mentors. It's been a while. It has been a while. We're on season three, lovely people. And thank you again, always, always, always for your mega support that you continue to give us and the reviews and sharing it on social media. So thank you so much. Sorry we've been away for a bit longer than we were expecting. Hmm. If you're catching this kind of episodically or catching up, then, well, then word? you might not <laughs> notice the break. But um, uh, from the end of season two to now, there has been, what, about eight weeks, I think. Oh, I think it? a little bit more than that. What have we been up to? Um, wow. Well, what have we not been up to? Well, the last one we recorded was in sunny Ibiza, which was lovely. (laughs) Uh, Now we are sat in a very rainy, rainy London. So obviously, if any of you have kind of listened to our podcast before, we've done them everywhere, all over the place. We've driven across France and Spain many a time whilst we've been doing these podcasts. So we came back and... We've attempted to do one in the Channel Tunnel. We have, we had. It didn't work with all the bing bong. Um, That didn't work. So now we are actually unexpectedly but very happily living in London. Yes, life has dealt some curveballs. Uh, it's an understatement. Uh, but if you know with us, our, our, th- our, our whole philosophy is how can you turn things around? What you know? How can you see the positives in what's happening to you? Believe everything's happening for your good and make it a positive. So we're going to bore you with some of the drama we've been through. It's been quite epic, people. It really has. Uh, it has. Anyway, the end result is we are now living in... <gasps> Well, Belsize Park, Park, which is near Hampstead, between Hampstead and Camden, if you're down in London. So we're like bang in the centre, North London, and we are loving it. We do love it. So I haven't lived here for a long time, like 12 years. James, a bit less, but Mm. it's great to be amongst it all. You know, we're growing our business on the corporate side here and just meeting the most awesome people because I hate to say it. But I believe that London is the best city in the world. I'm, I'm sure we're going to get lots of responses to that. But, you know, it is an amazing city and we love it very much. But it has actually, like James alluded to, you know, 
the life throws us things that we that are unexpected sometimes, but it has made us obviously grow exponentially as people and really made us kind of think about even more what we want to deliver to the world because you know in times of turmoil you do understand yourself a little bit better um, in the darker times um, when you start coming out of them you realize that you're a changed person mm-hmm. um, and it's made us more determined than ever ever before to um, I don't know kind of put our voice out there so that we can help as many people as possible, particularly midlifers. Exactly. And Clay, you just sparked me there talking about London being the greatest city in the world. I'm, I'm going off on a tangent here like I love <laughs> we to. Always do. We and always this do. And this is to do with the subject of today's podcast, which is about broken system. And I'd say one observation, we're going to go into deep dive into this a minute. One observation is, like, a question for you listeners, are we moving away from national identity? Um, Brexiteers would probably say not. But towards a world <laughs> Oh my God, he's getting into politics. Where we have... Um, city-states, megapolises, uh, mm. and they're like the chief drivers of economies. So we don't think, say, per se, of, you know, the US, China, Europe. We think of New York, Shanghai, London. You know, these are big, big cities now um, with populations of millions that probably have GDP larger than, than small countries. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's so true. And that's what I think we, we've... we've It's like ancient Greece all over again with Thebes, <laughs> Athens and Sparta. City-states. <laughs> oh my goodness, Jones going off piece, but I love it. Bless him. Um, no, so basically, obviously you heard at the beginning, the title of this podcast is A Broken System, which sounds mm. kind of, um, I don't know, a bit down in the dumps, a bit controversial perhaps. Um, but it is because so many of you do write into us. We've worked with so many of you over the years. And it's not an easy time to be alive. I know that sounds really, really um, negative, but it is a really difficult time to be alive. There are lots of challenges. Mm. You know, we have so many opportunities, but also so many pressures. Mm. And I think that is why we kind of, you know, what we stand for is to bring you. Um, I suppose a light at the end of the tunnel, some tactics, some ways to move yourself into a better version of yourself and actually, you know, just understand why you're feeling this way. You know, you're not alone. The whole, again, the whole purpose of this podcast is to bring people together, to make you feel more understood, to make you feel less isolated and alone, even though a lot of the time we're surrounded by people. Now we're surrounded by information and people. We, we tend to feel more alone than ever. So this is our podcast to you today to say you are not alone. We're going to touch on some of the reasons why we truly believe you are feeling this way. And we're all feeling this way. And it is because of what we're terming, terming a broken system. Yeah. And although, as Claire said, that might sound depressing. What I would like to say, my slant is, is when something is broken... There's an opportunity to shape a solution to make things better. And that's why we're here, really, to offer our insight for the way we live and the way we work with, with our clients on, on simple solutions that, that can elevate your life. Yeah, and a, and a new way to actually look at being a midlifer. So why don't we dive into a little bit about what we believe is the broken system? Yeah, so I'll, we'll take a really high-level approach. Um We've done our podcast on midlife crisis, some of the, the research and psychology around that. So if you haven't listened to that, go back. So the takeaway from that is it's a challenging time in our lives. Anyway, we're reevaluating a lot of Questioning stuff. Questioning everything. In terms of where we are now in the first world, if you look at, if you look at where we are and what's happening, um, here in the UK now, we've just had a general election. And um, 
what we've observed sitting on the sidelines of that was like that feelings are so deeply embedded and partisan now and social media is giving everyone a voice but that voice is increasingly bitter mm. uh, and anger fueled and I think we're seeing the same thing all over the world you know social media fueled um, arguably the Arab Spring it's fueling the current um, surge for democracy in Hong Kong uh, and uh, we were, this morning we've seen that um, the US has just impeached its third president and I think this is like these are the symptoms of of the politics or the political system we have being broken and that probably links into reflection of that age we're living in as well yeah i mean the social media we call them keyboard warriors um and you know it's everyone has a voice now and this is this is a good thing but it's also you know actually it can be quite damaging on so so many levels because everyone's putting their kind of quite quite aggressively their opinions out there and they're being their personal attacks which can feel even though we're in this information world where you know we are so connected it can people can take stuff really really personally mm. so if we look at at what's going on uh, i'm going to just delve back into um social history for a bit you know for centuries our lifestyles in northern europe essentially remained pretty much unchanged people were, were pretty much they were subsistence farmers and they were landowners and uh, the subsistence people the peasants were serfs or slaves to the, to the owners of the land we had the agricultural revolution, which basically allowed suddenly large-scale production of food. So it went from you know living you know season to season to like wow, being able to consistently stockpile food, feed the population, which in turn meant that people could be diverted to start studying and looking at, at science, which led to of course the industrial revolution, the machine age, where um, manufacturing accelerated, and then we saw people leaving the countryside and moving to the cities, the manufacturing hubs. And a new kind of thing, the landowners were swapped for factory owners and they had their factory with their town around. The workers were all in servitude to the factory. Their, you know, their, their rent was deducted from their wages. Industrial age came. And then we kind of entered, I'd say, or the technology with a couple of very turbulent world wars, the technology age, mm-hmm. which I guess is probably from like the 50s or 60s onwards. So we started to get realise um, all the things we could produce to make our life easier. Then we went into the information yes, age. The information age, which I say was probably like, like the World Wide Web, the late eighties or and the ninth, probably from nineties onwards, where information suddenly becomes available and the currency becomes information. Now, some would argue we're still in the information age, and certainly that is going to continue accelerating. But some people are saying we've entered a new age, the age of contribution. Mm. Actually, this comes from our lovely friend Jeremy Whaley, who has the most amazing right. podcast called Think Rich Rich Radio. So please check Good it out. There, oh, Good he's plug. just amazing. But it, it's a plug from the absolute heart. I know I've posted this on my Facebook mm. page as well. He's it's absolutely amazing. And he's turned this, which we completely agree with, and now we're completely stealing it. Um, it's, yeah, the age of contribution. So I'd like to make a point. If we look back, because history does give us signposts, and, you know, we're clearly living in a, in a time now of great transition, great change, which is unsettling in itself. Mm. I think if we look at what, what's happening with information technology, um, AI is increasing, you know, and what we're going to face definitely is artificial intelligence taking over a lot of stuff, robots taking off over a lot of menial mm. jobs. You know, we're going to have auto drive. We've already got cars that can drive themselves. It's actually, you know, we can get trucks and stuff to deliver stuff. We'll have automated drones. In essence, what I'm saying is there'll be a lot more leisure time for a lot more people, because there's not going to be as much employment because artificial intelligence and machines will do it. 
Wait, wait, yeah. wait for my historical link because <laughs> this this is what happened in in Rome, which became like arguably you know one of the greatest civilizations the world's ever known and was you know ahead of its time. But they had a saying there. They had exactly this problem. The people of Rome were all free citizens, and because they had a system of slaves, so for slave substitute AI and robots, they had nothing to do, which led to unrest. So the people governing them had this saying, "Bread and circuses," which basically meant feed the people and keep them entertained. Yeah. With what was then barbaric entertainment, gladiator shows, Christians being eaten alive by lions, etc. Are we that far from that now? Increasingly, increasingly, people are drawn into these reality shows that some would argue have us, have us in the... I know you feel strongly about this. Yeah, I do. I feel so strongly about this. Sorry, everyone out there that likes to watch Love Island and I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. But it is absolutely crap for your brain. I mean, it's making people's brains into absolute mush. And I, and I sit there and then we've got things like, what's the one where, Gogglebox, we're watching people watch TV. Are we actually serious no, people? No, I think we had a saying, so remember the show Happy Days? I'm sure we will remember it if we're of the right age. It was probably on the afternoon when we were kids. And there was a saying that came from that TV show, this is a famous saying called Jumping the Shark. Uh, and what that means, if you don't know, you probably don't know this, Claire. Uh, when Happy Days was done, they actually did um, a Happy Days summer special where the Fonz went water skiing. And he, a uh, shark came and he jumped over the shark and everyone afterwards was like, this was the end of Happy Days because it was just ridiculous. And so when shows have done that, jumping the shark, and now we have like people who are on Gogglebox. So people who are commenting on reality telly and now becoming reality stars in their own life. It's become like a horrible self-fulfilling weirdness yeah so so basically i mean like i just find this absolutely like i i find this the term insanity to be quite honest with you with everyone's brain turning to mush we are we are putting these people on a pedestal what we're doing is with love island and things like that we're having our young people aspire to be these people that are only famous for being famous. Mm. And, you know, they're having sexual relations on television. All our young people are spending all their money on plastic surgery. Um, and they're getting themselves into debt. Um, and what what the... I, I actually have a conspiracy theory here. I really do. Which is kind of linked to Rome and what James was saying. They're actually just trying to entertain you so you don't see what else is going on. So you don't have a clear vision of what is really, really happening and your part to play in it. Because like James is saying, you know, we are now confused. The, the, the world isn't as simple as it used to be. And I know we say, you know, obviously there was many, many terrible, terrible things that have happened, even in, you know, generations that we know, our parents, our grandparents, and terrible things that have happened. But what we don't know now, with the explosion of information, with the explosion of the internet, with the explosion of kind of like online entrepreneurs and, and these people that are famous for being famous, we don't know where our place is in the world. We don't feel safe. And we're constantly comparing ourselves to these people, you know, on social media, influencers. We're, we're kind of projecting everyone's projecting an image of a life that they have which is not reality it's not attainable it's perfectionism and it's leading to enormous amounts of stress and depression not just amongst teenagers but everyone where everyone is looking at the joneses down the road and thinking my goodness i'm not where i wanted to be i'm not where i thought i wanted to be and this leads to an enormous amount of dissatisfaction yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is the thing, we, I think we said this before, you know, social media 
gives you a glimpse into people's lives that you never had before. The Joneses down the road, you, you might see their car on the outside of their house. You didn't know what went on inside their house. Now you do, you kind of do. But only, here's the important thing, only their highlight reel, only what they choose to, sh- to show you, right? So we're getting everyone else's highlight reels and thinking, oh, our life doesn't stack up compared to theirs. Uh, this is a massive problem. I went to an, an amazing talk last week, um, Tuned Out, run by Brandon Block, who's been a guest on here um, at the ministry. Uh, and they're talking uh, about teenage suicide and how mm. that has shot up, shot up. I think a 67% increase it's in young suicide. male suicides. In, I'm not sure what the figure was, but it was only the last few years. I think it's three years. Which three is years. really, really sad. And undoubtedly, social media pressure and comparison is playing a big, big part in that. It but- is. It is. And I think also, like, because we're in this information age where everyone's having stuff and it's this quick fix society, um, everyone's got their moment in the sun... But also, like, material things as well. Everyone is now like, you have to be this, you have to be that. Being you, being you just isn't good enough anymore, basically. Being you, you don't, we don't even give ourselves permission to figure out who we are. We didn't even give ourselves time to think about who we are and what we want because we're constantly bombarded with these manipulative messages about what we should be, what we should have, and that just leads to us actually being trapped. Here's Mm. the thing. So it's not just about coveting everyone else, but actually being trapped in a life that doesn't feel right. And I know you all, so many people out there can relate to this you don't feel like you're... that's leading us nicely claire into we've described the system and how it's broken what are the symptoms yeah you there, life not feeling right yeah feeling of like disillusionment disconnection disappointment not feeling alive Absolutely. a little bit like oh there should be more than this yeah and you start questioning everything because actually you've you've trapped yourself um again i'm gonna term another phrase <laughs> From the lovely Jeremy Whaley. I just love him at the moment. Um, he actually called it modern day slavery, where, you know, we, we are trapped in a world and a society um, basically driven by money, where we think we have to earn and graft and, you know, we have to be a certain way, have certain things. We're trapped in modern day slavery, feeling like we have absolutely no freedom and no choice of doing anything outside that. Yeah, so. That's the system, and that's the break in it. Those are the symptoms, but how are people trying to manipulate it, and what do we stand against? Mm. Um, so what we're seeing a lot of now is a lot, a lot of preying on this. Um, well, it's and, preying and, on and these still, systems, still isn't kind it? Of, they haven't worked out the new system yet, so it's not about delivering um, benefits for the individual. It's about... And contribution. Try, trying to position things in a, in a different way or a wrong way. So we're just going to call them out. Um, in the health field, health and fitness field, we're seeing a lot of like pseudoscience, a lot of stuff with not much evidence coming out, going, this is the way you need to preying be on your, Praying on your preying concerns. Preying on insecurity. Insecurity, absolutely. We see, um, well, this is a paradox. A lot of people are trying to overcomplicate things. So they go, oh, you know, um, getting in shape and or losing weight is really complex. You wouldn't understand it, blah, blah, blah. We'll make it seem really complicated. Um, it's not. No. The other approach we've seen is people just like dumbing it down to like one thing uh, and and just going, oh, it's really simple. It's just this. Again, not giving you the full Not giving you the picture. truth, guys. Actually not giving you the truth and just trying to earn money off the fact that they're preying mm. on your insecurities. And listen, you'll know from our previous talks, we're totally against all these kind of like fad diets approaches like that. The thing is, the, a lot of these, at least fad diets, these programs are designed to get you hooked in. Absolutely. To make you feel good for a short while. To make you feel like you are doing what everyone else is doing. 
hey, but guess what? Then it stops working. So then you do the next thing. Well, the yeah, next because thing, they want to keep making money out of you. You know, it's like that program that was the hot program last year. Oh, that doesn't work now. This one, hey, listen, we're professionals. We've trained thousands and thousands of clients. We've won our awards. We know <laughs> what works consistently over the long term without beating yourself up in the gym for hours and hours, without it, depriving yourself of Is it quick? Is it quick? No. Is it? Is it easy? No. But is it sustainable? Is it worth it? Are you going to get there and stay there and feel good from the inside out? Yes, with all this other stuff, you are not. Mentally and physically. Yeah. <laughs> so what are we anti? <laughs> hey, what are we anti? We're anti the broken system. We're anti the symptoms of the system that leave you feeling like rubbish. We're anti all the fad-driven approaches that are trying to capitalise on all the feelings the system's bringing up in you, the symptoms. We want you to experience the truth, basically. And I know this sounds like we're, we are preaching here, but maybe we are. Maybe this is our new kind of found confidence of preaching. You know, what we want you to understand is the truth. The truth of who you are, your potential. Your, your, you know, you are being fed all these messages constantly and manipulated into believing that you are something so much smaller than you actually are. Mm. You are a being of monumental potential exactly and that is what we are for and also it's how we are gonna steer the solution for the new system that has to come right the new solution and the the system that needs to come yeah it's about empowering you you the listener to be empowered to believe in yourself to believe in your wonderful power to be confident to make decisions, to live your life without comparison. And just be consciously. Yeah, and like, consciously. Consciously live, not just kind of like humdrum along. Because this is what, you know, we're past that now. We are moving into a new age, a new time where anything is possible. You've just been taught that it's not because that's the way they want you to think. Mm. You, you have ultimate, ultimate control of your life. You do. So how do you get on the road? We're going to give you some tips now. Like... Start taking control of the aspects of your life that, that you don't like. Always accept things, but if, accept things you don't like and make a conscious effort to change them, right? If you don't like the way you're feeling, if you don't like the way you're looking, hey, you know what? Start researching. Start changing it. Make that commitment. Get to the gym. Do Walk to the bus stop. Get off a stop earlier. Start eating healthy. Ask yourself if you're being a victim as Ask well. If Ask yourself yeah. if you're actually doing, have an honest chat with yourself. Say, am I doing what I can to bring myself out of this without making excuses? Without making excuses. Uh, do your mental and your spiritual reps as well. And, and this is so, so important, right? So we see a lot of people just go through that. I'll just beat myself up on the physical side or deprive myself of food. No, exactly. no, no, no. You have to do the mindset stuff as well. And there is more and more research. It's technology gets better. We're seeing more and more research about neural pathways, the power of language, the power of suggestion, um, you know, affirmation. And this is what we work on our clients with, like affirmations, gratitude. And you know what? Not only... Do we have testimonials saying it's changed their life? There's there's more and more research coming out places like UCLA, Berkeley, saying that it changes people's lives. Because anything actually that you see in the physical world, guys, this is this is this is truth, right? Ninety percent of it is mental. It's a mental game. So before you see it in physical reality, ninety percent of it is actually going to come from your thoughts, your behaviours, your emotions, and your words. Okay, so you need to actually be super aware of what you're telling yourself all the time. 
I, I think I'm going to wind it up on a kind of like mm. matrixy note. Oh, there's a new Matrix film coming out, isn't there? There, there is a new Matrix film coming out, <laughs> Matrix 4.0. Not too sure about that one, but you know, let's withhold judgment till we see it. I remember, having, the, I remember it. having the flip phone. Keanu yeah. Reeves. Oh, I did love him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh. You craft your own reality. So the only question we want to leave you with is, who do you want to be? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who do you want to be, guys? Listen, like, we are developing... You might have seen this um, on social media recently and some newsletters. We are developing something really, really groundbreaking here for men and women over 40. Something really special that we haven't seen out there anywhere in the world. This is our passion. This is our purpose. To serve you at the highest, highest level. As James said, physically, mentally emotionally spiritually it's a it's a program that's going to encompass everything so you can truly thrive and no longer feel dissatisfied but blooming excited about life because you deserve that so what we've done um in the podcast summary we would have put um, a link to a survey that we would love we're getting the finishing touches now we would absolutely we need your help we need your help kind of crafting this final piece of the puzzle so that we are ready to put this out in the world um, in the new year so if you can um, take literally it's about two minutes take some of your time to answer these questions we will read every single answer um, and be with a grateful, grateful heart. So, if you could do that, that would be amazing. As always, we love you so much. We're so blessed to be back. We're super excited. Carry on sharing. Carry on getting the word out about the Midlife Mentors because we do believe that this is something... We're creating a movement here. So, um, we do believe what we're doing is is creating real life-changing um, circumstances for people. So, sending you so much love from a Lots wet and windy London. Yeah, and see you next episode. <laughs> see you soon. You've been listening to the Midlife Mentors with Claire and James Davis. We'd love to hear from you. So drop us a line at info at themidlifementors.com with any questions or topic suggestions. And make sure you join us on our Facebook page and YouTube channel. You can find us under The Midlife Mentors. Thanks so much for listening to this episode and don't forget to take the Midlife Reset Audit now to receive personalised insights into what's holding you back from living your healthiest, happiest midlife. So go ahead and take the audit now at themidlifementors.com forward slash audit.